Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday, technically, for you while you're watching this. This is Action Movie Anatomy, and we are talking about Deadpool 2. We have been so excited to get back to the world of Deadpool, and this movie delivered on every level. We can't wait to talk to you guys about it. We'll see you in just one quick second. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Action Movie Anatomy. There it yes! is. We never yes! know. Yeah. If we ever tape at a different time, it's like, uh, is the is the engineer a genius or not? And he is and of a course, genius. Steven is a today. genius. What's up, buddy? boy? Steven up in the booth. How you doing today, brother? Doing good. Doing good. He's good. He's I don't good. know if you guys can hear it over the Dre, but he's good. Over the Dre. He's getting down to it. It's too busy to talk. So, I am uh, so hyped. <laughs> we're back, guys. We're back. You're watching this. It's Wednesday for you. It's Tuesday night for us. So don't worry. We're only disconnected by about 12 hours. Uh, and we're here. We're here to talk to you guys about Deadpool 2. We are yeah. very excited. Uh, it's Action Movie Anatomy. We're back. We're talking We're talking action movies as we do on this show. I am your host, Ben Bateman. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Ben Bateman Media. I am your host, Andrew Guy. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, at Andrew Guy. And you can find our Facebook fan page. You can find, we have two pages, actually. And, and today's a great day to talk about both of them because we have the Action Movie Anatomy fan page, which is directly for this show. And fans of this show, it's basically all action movie talk yep, all the time. All the time. Uh, news, anything that you want, anything you want to debate, talk about, share that has to do with action movies is on there. And you then can the other have whatever one, you like. Whatever you like. Uh, the other one is the Action Army fan page and that is due to our schmodown personas which my god we don't have to worry about the 24 hour spoiler man because we're in the future right now yeah we're in this future so uh <sighs> this just in we crushed dc movie news actually our uh, popcorn talk brethren here yeah uh, it's another our good friends yeah our good friends another show on the network has a team that we played in the schmodown yesterday uh you can go watch that on collider's youtube channel it um, goes very well for the two of us yeah it's an exciting match we had a, we had a very good time in that match uh it's exciting we can talk about it so openly because this is not until tomorrow i know uh i will have to say uh for action movie fans out there and fans of the show mr ben bateman had an incredible pull and that was, uh, hey, Ben, Frank Sinatra's role was reprised by Denzel Washington in what movie? The Manchurian Candidate. I would have not gotten that correct. That was a f- brilliant. Thank brilliant. you. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, no, anyway, that's enough. I just wanted to throw the one action thing out there, guys. We are here to talk about action movies and all things action movie related. Yeah, on the Popcorn Talk Network, we are here on the online broadcast network, the network dedicated to talking movies, all things movie related, and pop culture by the bucketful. Today, we are talking about Deadpool 2, and we looked forward to this movie. We didn't know kind of the new policy here on the show. Those of you that are longtime fans of the show know this. We will pick a movie that we know is coming out, and we will decide we probably will talk about it, but if it sucks, we'll audible into something else. Yeah. We didn't know if we were going to like Deadpool 2 or not, so we figured we'd either do this one or Deadpool 1. We loved it so much, yeah. we decided we had to do Deadpool 2 on the show. Yeah, I almost didn't make it to the screener, which thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I misread those texts. I thought it said 1 p.m. It said 10.30 a.m., and I just made it by the skin of my teeth. It was... We were laughing. Our we a group of us. There's about ten yeah, of us there. A yeah. bunch of friends of ours, all in the business, and we were all laughing our asses off yeah, the whole was, time, cheering. It was so good. Yeah, like there are so many great things in this movie. So many uh, little Easter eggs that throw to all the other movies, all the other worlds. All the, if you're a comic book fan, like right. everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I, I truly. I'm excited to talk about this movie today. It's been fascinating also talking to the big Marvel fans. You know, we were sitting next to Koi Jandro, who's like the Deadpool guy. That's like his thing. He hosts Marvel Movie News here. And he's very much like people sort of know him as the Deadpool guy. So on his first screening, he was super disappointed by it. Really? Yeah. But then he went back and saw the 7 p.m. that night and loved it. So he was disappointed in the screening that we sat next to him. Yes. He didn't dislike it. Right. He just... just expected it's, more he's like the deadpool guy like everything yeah. you know like he's the expert so. well because he was sitting actually right next to me yeah and he was laughing a lot yeah so i figured he was happy but that's interesting you say that yeah yeah so it that. took him two screenings to kind of come around on it which i thought was interesting but uh i loved it i was totally into it i think this movie was fantastic <laughs> so good. the action movies we cover on this show adhere to four basic rules now rule number one on the show is that the hero always plays by their own rules and deadpool definitely plays by them absolutely 100 percent. yeah rule number two the hero and the villain are always the smartest people beings things dinosaurs or what have you in the room. Who's the villain in this movie? Well, in the end, it's the headmaster. Yeah, which is clearly like, he's the, just like a, he's a, a red herring, yeah. It's gotta be, I mean, so Cable, I mean, he's got, he's got the looper effect going on. He is right. the smartest guy in the room. He for knows sure. how to stop what is happening or yeah. is going to happen. Yeah, and Russell's kind of the villain for a portion of the movie also. Fire Fist. Yeah. Fire Fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sweet name. <laughs> so I love that he just laughs his ass off. That and Taser Face. Taser Face. Um, 
Yeah, the hero and the villain are always the smartest people in the room. The third rule is the movie is driven by a police, military, mil- uh, political, or mercenary figure. He is considered the merc with a mouth, so he's a mercenary. He is. He That's what he is. is. We added that category. We did. The mercenary category. Yeah, and ago. it's true because he's still walking around with the cards with the names on them. Yeah, Which right. I went back and watched the first one and I remember. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and rule number four, the movie contains a minimum of one explosion. Uh, there's definitely an explosion. Always he blows explosion. himself up to open the movie. Yeah, absolutely. And Cable blows everything up. Yeah. It's really funny watching these two Deadpool movies now and uh, that Ryan Reynolds is so willing to poke fun at himself from the old Wolverine movie. Oh, my movie. God. It's amazing. Because you, like, I remember, like, watching the trailer for Wolverine Origins, and there's, like, a slow-mo shot of him, like, throwing a sword in the trailer. Right, right. he's, like, supposed to look badass before he's, like, the amputated version. And, like... You're just like, wow, you guys did such a bad job with that character. Well, he looks like one of the chicks from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like, he totally does. And then... Baraka. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Even though that's the guy with the arm. But the the other thing about it that I didn't know, but I'm sure you knew, was that, like, he's the merc with the mouth. Like, that was the best thing about him in the comics. Right. The best things about him in the movies. Yeah, it's so And so all my friends that were, were, like, diehard comic fans were like, Livid, and I had no, I had they no context. Sewed his mouth yeah, shut. Yeah, the best thing about Deadpool, yeah. they took away from him. So, I, yeah, I love that he makes fun of him. Steve, can you do me a favor while we're entering the show here? Is it possible you can pull up the trailer for Wolverine Origins? Uh, uh, wait, yeah, or X Men Origins Wolverine? Yeah, sure. Thing. Uh, really, really good film. Who directed that movie? It is directed by Gavin. O'Connor, Hood? director of The Accountant. No. I think it's directed by Gavin Hood. I I don't know. I thought it was someone else. It might be someone. <laughs> That's why I asked. No, I think that. it's Gavin Hood. Uh, I could be wrong about that. But okay. uh, rule number is it? We, no, did, we, did, the, we, yeah, we, we did the rules. We did the rules. I, <laughs> I, uh, I just want to cue this trailer up to watch for a second. Not at this moment, but it, it'll be funny to watch. It's actually a great trailer. I was really excited for this. Oh movie. yeah, I think a lot of people were really excited for that movie. Yeah, it's a horrible movie. It was really bad. Um, so coming up today <laughs> on the show today on Action Movie Anatomy, guys, we are going to be talking about uh, our favorite direct comic book sequels, not including The Dark Knight. Yep. We're going to be answering some AMA questions, doing fist pump moment. We're going to be giving you guys favorite line, all the all the stuff you guys have come to know and love on the show. And thank you for bearing with us. Obviously, with yet another pre tape this season, we'll have just kind of a handful of them. Uh, Andrew and I are both going to be out of town a lot, so... Yeah, let's just go ahead. We're just going to level with you guys right now. We literally had a moment right before the show where we're like, I don't know how we're going to do this for the next six months, but we're going to do it. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to, but we're going to, because Ben has a lot of traveling he's doing with work. I'm going to... I've actually booked something, so I'm going to be out of town for a couple months. We will do our damnedest to make this show continue, just like you guys always know and love it. To yeah, be. you might just be watching exactly episodes that were taped a yeah, little, bit, exactly. little bit ahead of time, some of the time. But uh, that's what it's going to be. So, guys, one last thing I want to I want to get into really quickly before we watch these trailers is that we want to thank all of you who are part of the Action Army. Mm. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash teamaction. Andrew and I do extra content every single week. Sure. I think we're about a week behind that right now, actually. But uh, we do extra content every week. And uh, we wanted to thank uh, Justin Widman and give a big happy birthday to Arena Muka. Happy birthday and thank you so much, guys. We salute you both. Salute you both. Thank you so much for all your undying support. And a special shout out to Arena for being an incredible moderator and admin and fan of the Army. Uh, she's been there for, not since day one, but for a very long time. And she has yeah. made up for time with passion. So. We love you guys very much, both of you. Yep, thank you. Thank you guys so much for being a part of the army. Um, all right, we, let's let's uh, do do two trailers real quick. Let's queue up the trailer for Wolverine Origins right now, just so we can laugh about it. <laughs> okay, and then we'll watch the Deadpool two trailer right it. after. I love it. I, I I haven't seen this trailer since. I mean, whatever the reason is, you're doing it was in theaters. Oh no, no, this is the wrong trailer. <laughs> this like, is this is like the, uh, uh, yeah, I had that that one was listed as ooh shiny. Give me one second yeah. here. The trailer we want is the one that starts out with, uh, wow, what's his name? Danny Houston being like, all the terrible things oh, in your life. Which, that guy, this trailer was sweet. sweet. And it's got the sunshine music oh behind it. Oh my god. This, yeah. was a, this was one of my favorite trailers ever. It was a great trailer. All the I was things s- in your life. Yeah. yeah. I right? got tequila in my glass here, so I'm feeling real excited. Like, a, what's he say? Like, blah, blah, a war. Blah, blah, a war. Something. Maybe this is the trailer. I think yeah, it, just a few seconds more, guys. Here just we got go. an ad here. Sorry, okay. we'll watch a Dragonheart. Uh, yeah, ad. I love it. Yeah, this is the one. Yes. Okay, I'm stoked. Good. This is a good trailer. Yeah. All right, rock and roll, guys. Here we go. Terrible things in your life. Mother, the father. Yeah. You hear the song? Yep. Yeah. Adagio. The wars. Knowing that the woman you love... Not even the same I thought it was like James Wan or something. Or something like that. Who did this? I, no, like... I thought it was one of those guys. I could be wrong. I think it's Gavin Hood. Putting together a special team. Now we're going to get the Deadpool shot here. Special production. 
There you go. Yeah, he's yeah. got the sword. <laughs> Join me, but you will have your revenge. I love that he came back and was Deadpool. Again. No one knows. Yeah, Gavin Hood. What do you want him to say? Wolverine. Wolverine. I want new tags. I was so hyped for this movie. Become the animals. Embrace the other side. You don't actually see uh, sewn face Deadpool in this movie, I don't think. Even in the trailer? Yeah. Yeah. Sewn face dead tone face Deadpool is real ugly. Yeah, it's a real real unpretty no thing. We'll stop it. it just takes itself so seriously. <laughs> it's just so not that movie. No. Isn't this the one where he's like in a bunker in the beginning or like in a war in Japan or something? <laughs> you can see Mr. Hairline. I know who you are, Gambit. I know who you are, Gambit. <laughs> this is I mean this is 09. It's, yeah, it's, and it just before uh, Marvel figured it out. I wanted Leave Schreiber to be so sweet as Sabretooth. As Sabretooth. And he's fine. I mean, he's... I, I know. I, I guess I just wanted more. I, I guess I wanted more of him, because I always thought he was great. Dude, some of the casting choices in this movie are so bad. Like, Will I Am in this movie is just like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that shot. <laughs> so sweet. Okay, so now you can see how much film has changed in the last nine years. Yeah. And let's hop over to the Deadpool 2 trailer. <laughs> Both Jackman uh, riding a helicopter there and Cruz flying on the outside of an airplane. <laughs> things in common. Things in common. <laughs> Greatest They're of all the time. Same person. <laughs> He's my favorite character. This guy? Yeah. What's He's his name? Darpinder or something Darpinder, like that? Yeah, He's yeah. amazing. Yeah, the soundtrack's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just shit my pants. Oh, I shit my pants. Actually, that may have been me. Oh, you're living the dreams, DP. Yeah. Devil may care attitude. Devil may care. Strong ties. Pulsa. Beautiful girlfriend. Sorry I'm late. I was rounding up all the gluten in the world and launching a space where it can't not hurt us ever again. Kiss me like you miss me, Red. I kind of love her. Kind of. Yeah. I'm in complete love with her. Her and Zazi. In the <laughs> is this? My name's Cable. <laughs> I'm from the future. The future. The kid? Wrong, sweet. Dude. What's up? Oh. What do you got? I tell you when the trailer's over. Smarter than I look. I ain't letting Cable kill this kid. But I can't. It's so funny that, like. Can you speak up? It's hard to hear you with that pity dick in your mouth. It's so funny that Roland's, like, such a badass in this movie, but it's, like, so, like. Not a movie where he needs. Like, he needs to be for the character. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, the other thing I noticed about his face a lot. Yeah. And it's it's clearly an acting choice, because Brolin's, you know, a, a phenomenal actor. There's something about Cable where he's always kind of looks like he's like, yeah, you know, where he's like strained yeah. <laughs> or like almost worried about yeah. something. Um, and it is interesting. He doesn't have to. I don't think he has to be as big of a badass as he was. Tell me they got that in slow motion. Doing the right thing is messy. I want to see this a second time. I've only yeah. seen it once. I watched it again. Uh, it was just as good. I don't actually think I like this trailer. No, it's just kind of long and meandering. Yeah, and just kind of like jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, see, we can we can just cut it there. Um, cut the trailer. Cut yeah. the trailer. Uh, what I was gonna was say, over. the two rednecks. Yeah. Do you know who they are? The two rednecks in the movie that Cable comes up on that are in steals the and he steals the car. So one of them the is is my my good friend from our match, Alan Tudyk. Oh really? Yeah, and I knew that a hundred percent. Yeah. That one's fucking Damon. Damon what? How many Damons do you know? Matt Damon. That was Matt Damon? <laughs> yeah, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's Matt Damon is Redneck One or Dickie Greenleaf. And then the second <laughs> one is Alan Tudyk. And then obviously we all know that Vanisher was Brad yeah, Pitt. That's which so, is so funny. cool. Yeah. Uh interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I like it's interesting. So like we both just said, I didn't really like that trailer, but I was very excited to see the movie. Yeah, trailer kind of lost me. I didn't really care about the trailer. I, I mean, truthfully, I really liked Deadpool One. I kind of in the course of a year after just 
stopped caring, I like forgot about it. Definitely. I like remembered really liking it when I saw it, but like it wasn't a movie that I was gonna be like one of the best superhero movies ever. It was just like that was a really good movie. And like the second movie reminded me of like just how good actually it is and just how good he is in that character. Yeah, I mean Ryan Reynolds has some of the best comic timing ever. Yeah, and like it's so funny. Yeah, there's just this weird like arrogance with his delivery and and like yeah. not caring. Right. Uh, like waiting is still one of my absolute favorite <laughs> movies. One like it's his greatest performance still. Just Friends, 100%. Yeah, Just Friends is fantastic. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So we are going to get into the first segment of the show. This is going to be called Thesis Statement. If you've watched the show before, if you've listened to the show before, you know this is where we share our biggest, boldest thought about the film. The thing that if you started talking about this movie, this is where you'd start. The only this, the greatest this, the last, the first should never be your favorite something or something loose. Yeah. Um, I'll jump in first, and I will say the marriage of Deadpool to Ryan Reynolds is the greatest marriage of character to actor in the history of superhero films. And I mean that above RDJ and Logan. And all of them. I mean, all of them. All of them. And Hemsworth. And Evans. They're all so good, but I'll tell you exactly what I mean. Because no one else could pull off the comedy like he does. The movie exists solely on the back of who he is. Like, it's not like... Like, there are a lot of actors that would have done a good job of playing Wolverine. Like, they would have been... Like, I mean, Jackman's the best. And Evans is Captain America. Amazing. Like, all the... They're all the best at what they do. Yeah. Even like even like Ledger's Joker, he's great. Someone else would have been Ooh, a great Joker, but it, that's interesting. It, w- it would have brought something else. If you were to put like just, I can't think of a single actor who could play this character because the Dark Knight still could have worked with as strong of an actor. There are great actors, and that's a great character. Like you get to play Dark Knight would have still been a very good film, even if the Joker would have not have won an Oscar. For if his it had been Paul Bettany, like it, right. it was maybe going to be. Whereas Deadpool would be horrible if it was anyone else. You I think? can't think of one person that I could imagine playing this character and pulling it off. And it's not even just. It's also not even just like in the movie. It's promoting the movie. Yeah, the promo. It's his like press. It's like who he is as a person in real life exactly. too. Like yeah, that that's actually a really. Man, because it's like he's he also is like willing to like write those jokes and where he makes fun of himself and like kills yeah. Green Lantern. Yeah. Like he gets it. He's like so much more acutely aware of making fun of himself in this character. To the big leagues. <laughs> no one else is like that. So it's it is the greatest marriage of actor to character in a superhero film ever. In I my mean, opinion. yeah, that's that's bold as hell. That yeah. might, that might be your boldest thesis statement you've ever made on the show. Even more so than one of my bold statements about Pierce Brosnan's hair. Yeah, even <laughs> even more than the helmet head and the gold uh, mane. It's crazy though because I can't disagree with you. Yeah, I can't completely hop on board because I feel like I'm like, it's like a betraying wrong, you, yeah, just betraying something. <laughs> um, but that's so interesting because I, I I can't disagree with you. Uh, so my thesis. Uh, I wanted to do something about Darpinder and the racism behind it because I think it's hilarious how like so many people are up in arms about like Isle of Dogs is racist towards Korea or towards Asians and like you yeah. know there's all these things and it's like that dude is like the most racist depiction of an Indian American like <laughs> scrawny little nerdy guy ever yeah, but right. he's phenomenal yeah and, and I think it's great because us as Indian I am half Indian by the way yeah. so uh, we all know that person yeah <laughs> so I think sure. it's why we can relate to it but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go I'm gonna go pretty easy and pretty bold and 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 uh, pretty wide and just say this is better than Deadpool one and I never thought it was going to be. Yeah. Never. I, I, I truly didn't. Like, I, I like Brolin. I actually didn't know Zazie Beats. I didn't really know anyone else in the film. I saw Terry Crews for a minute. I was like, yeah. what the hell is he doing in here? Yeah, right. Um, As Bedlam. Like, you don't even actually see what he does. Yeah, you don't even he know. Just, <laughs> he just, like, I, like the he lights flicker for dies. a second. Yeah. Uh, Peter was fantastic. But I just think straight up, because I was so not expectant of that, that Deadpool 2 was better than Deadpool 1. And, yeah. And I went back and watched Deadpool 1 right after I watched Deadpool 2 for the second time. Yeah. And I, I, 100%. Like, not even close, dude. Yeah. Because, like, Francis is, like, a fine, like, whatever villain. And, like, yeah. it's really just about laying down an origin story, almost in the same way as, like, everyone thinks the Dark Knight is better than Batman Begins. Wait, Francis? Than, like, you mean Ajax? That guy? Yeah, but his real name is Francis. Oh, weird. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that at all. That's a, that's, a, that's a trivia question. Because he starts making fun of him for it. Because his name's Francis? Yeah, huh? yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, there you go. But anyway, so my... My, my yeah, that's pretty straightforward. Deadpool two is better than Deadpool one, and I never thought that was going to happen because yeah. I was so blown away by Deadpool one. Yeah, it was so good, but I do think the fact that it's a comedy make, makes it that kind of comment I made about like it not being memorable. You know in what? The same I'm gonna way. I'm gonna cut you off and jump in right now with a question from our buddy Richard Eric Jarvie, who's yeah. a longtime fan of the show. He's a Commodore. We salute you. We salute you, Jarvie. Richard. 
asked us, do you think this is an action movie with comedy or a comedy movie with action? I think it's a comedy movie with action. Totally. This is... And it's different. It's not like Hot Fuzz necessarily or like See, MacGruber. that's what I think is a comedy movie with action. Whereas I think this is like a real superhero movie that's just funny as hell. The only reason that you think that, I think. Or Don't you tell anyway. me why I think <laughs> what I think when I've got tequila in my glass. Uh, the only reason that I think that that's a thing is because there's an expectation because it's an established superhero character that like there's some amount of like this guy was a badass in the comic book. So like there's a responsibility to take him seriously as like a badass a little bit don't you look forward weren't you looking forward to deadpool fighting cable when watching the movie like watching the trailer you weren't i didn't care at all really that's all i was i was like (laughs) i want to see deadpool and cable get it on because i was just like i i know what this is like from the trailer when he's like you think it's that kind of movie and he like shows cable and you're like yeah it's obvious that they're gonna like make fun of him because he's like so dark and it's like breaking into the jail like i okay so i guess we so even in watching the like watching this trailer now after watching the movie I'm like oh yeah, yeah it's a comedy but watching it originally I was looking for the action I was looking for a sweet superhero movie where it's like in Hot Fuzz in Shaun of the Dead in MacGruber I'm never like thinking the yeah. action's gonna be sweet in this whereas in this I'm like the action's gonna be sweet and it's gonna be funny as hell they, they like try to do some pretty good action in the other guys which is funny they like actually try <laughs> yeah, they actually there's like do. the shootout in the boardroom <laughs> like sliding on the table they like really try to make an effort hey MacGruber does too man you know what yeah. he throats he rips out <laughs> Groups. Uh, yeah, I, so my answer would definitely be that I think it's a comedy that has great action because I don't think that if you lean into the action in this movie and, like, lighten up the comedy, it works anymore versus if you do the other way around, if you lean into the comedy and just lighten up the action, I don't think it's any worse. I think it's just as good. All right, well, we'll we will agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, guys, let us know in the comments on this video, uh, the the live chat, we, we both probably won't see, but if you yeah. guys leave a comment, please let us know. Like, subscribe, and leave a comment. Let us know. I will be on an airplane with Zarin tomorrow, so I won't get to. I don't know what I'll be doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll be eating uh, some deviled eggs. I uh, most likely will be. But yeah, let us know whether you think it's a comedy with action or an action with comedy. All right, yes. Moving on. Moving on. So the next part of the show, guys, we do something called fist bump moment. Oh. It's that moment something happens in the movie. You're looking around. You're like, are you seeing this right now? This is so good. I get to watch the rest of this movie. This is so good. Uh. And for me... It's no question. The fist pump moment is when they jump out of the helicopter and you just see the death of X-Force. That's mine too. Dude, I was, I was we actually crying. crying laughing. I had tears streaming down my face You like laughing. kind of see it coming and yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, this is, the whole theater was dying. Because yeah, like, like Bedlam hits the bus and you're like, oh and you're like, shit, oh, is he dead or is a superhero movie going to get up? Yeah, he's going to be fine. And, like, and then the next one I was like, oh, they're all going to die. They're all like, going to die. They're all going to die except for Domino, clearly. Um, <laughs> you see, I love yeah. that you see Brad Pitt like, <laughs> yeah, 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 so just for good. a second. But, like, I just, it was so funny, and, like, I love, like, they're all dying, and Domino's, like, <laughs> she's, like, uh, what do know, Deadpool's, like, high winds, who saw that coming? She was, like, everyone, everyone but you. Everyone but you. <laughs> <laughs> she's, um, okay, so we're gonna get to it. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's great. mesmerizing, she's magnetic, she's beautiful, she's fun, she's yeah. funny, like, I, the, my other thesis that I had was that she's gonna be a superstar. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe. But then I've seen I've seen it happen so many times where I see someone like that, right. male or female, written into like a good character, and you or they just knows? yeah they just knock it out of the park and then you just never see him again. Yeah, or they get one kind of really get typecast. You never know. But yeah. she's she's great in this. I mean, I'm, I'm she's amazing. She's better than Domino Harvey. Domino, my, 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 my name's Dom, Dom, Domino Harvey. You never still ever watched that movie? Do you know that that's what happens in the trailer? That's what? why I did that. She like stutters. A she bunch. stutters. I don't think she's she stutters. actually I stuttering. Like, I think it's like the it's clip. a Tony Scott <laughs> effect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're doing well for ourselves. Here. I wish there was a Tony Scott slice on the wheel in Schmodown. Oh my god, we would destroy it. Feels like there should be. He made like he made like sixteen movies or something. There's a Ridley Scott one. We could at least get a Tony Scott. I bet we could fight for it. I think so too. No one would ever pick it but us. Yeah, I because he's I mean he's got the five Denzels and then he's got like <laughs> name all five movies Denzel's collaborated. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you took mine uh, because that was truly my. It, it wasn't. It, it like you said. It's the moment when you realize that yeah. they're all gonna die. Right. Uh, also, just Peter is the greatest thing ever. Like so funny. He's like, he's like, I don't know this uh, cable <laughs> fella, but I tell you what, I bet he hasn't killed as many people as melanoma. <laughs> like the whitest thing I've ever heard him. <laughs> it's such a good line. It's so funny. I go yeah. home, Peter. Walk yeah. away. Walk away what, now. X Force. X Force. 
This I was like uh, in the theater the second time, like thinking about writing down lines or like. Try- there's too many. Yeah, it's just the whole thing is just it's all like funny. Always lines. laughing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Peter's so good. Just yeah, like Peter's <laughs> Peter's phenomenal. Uh, Killer. So should we get into the next part of the show here? Yeah, let's move let's on. Let's get into Star Profiles. So last week we actually covered Brolin on uh or two weeks ago, three weeks yeah, ago. As Thanos, so I I was like who And then again as and again for uh No Country because right. it was like so much you know, it was like ten years prior in his career. So I decided we decided to not talk about Josh. Talked Brolin a lot again. about Brolin, but we will talk about Ryan Reynolds. So yep. uh, let's look here. Uh, so, so he's had uh, one of my theses that I toyed with was no actor deserves their success more than Ryan Reynolds because I was thinking about it and I was like, mm. he's really put in the work for such a long time. He's watched his star like rise, 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 fall, and now it's risen again. He's a good age to get in the success that he's getting. He, yeah. might, he must be like 43, 45, something like that, I would guess. I would guess early 40s, for yeah. sure. Like, he feels like he's probably about 44. Um, he's always been a body guy. He's always been a guy that, like, he's 42. Yeah. He's 42? Yep. Um, he's always been a body guy, so he's always one of those actors that, like, the world was very aware of how shredded he was. Yeah, he, he won he won People's Sexiest Man Alive at one point. At one did. point, yeah, yeah. Like, everybody remembers him and Jessica Biel in Blade Three. That's, like, a famous thing. Oh, yeah. He's, like, just... He's been a super shredded guy in his life. I mean, he's been an A-list actor for the last ten years, even though... In the sense of the A-list that we talk about, or that I've talked about, where sure. it's, like, you recognize him anywhere. He's famous. Everywhere you go, right. people know who Ryan Reynolds is, but he wasn't really getting the work. Well, I think, like... so. We'll look at his most recent ones, then kind of think back to the beginning, right? Yeah. So you see his recent movies have been Hitman's Bodyguard in 2017, which, which I actually think we could cover on the show. I, I watched was, half of it on an airplane. Yeah. I was entertained enough. Yeah, same. I was like, like, I think it's because I was so skeptical of it. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, I was like, this is kind of funny, but also like, I don't really care. Yeah, by the end of it, one thing I realized was I was like, damn, there's actually some there's actually some pretty intense action in this comedy movie. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, right before that, he did Life, which, which we both like. I love that movie. Yeah, and we could cover Life. Life is sweet. Yes. I like the cast a lot in life. Like oh, it's phenomenal. I just like love the concept of like the, the monsters yeah. all brain, all, all muscle. muscle. You're like, oh, great explanation of yes, the science. I'm into it. <laughs> um, and then before that was Criminal, which I never watched. That was, was like Gary Oldman, Oldman Gal Gadot, yeah. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner one. It looked good, but I heard it was bad. Yeah, I mean that's a good cast. It's the only reason we cared, and like no one yeah. said anything about it, so kind of just came and went. Um, but this is like I highlight do, stuff. Yeah, I really do like your thesis of him saying that he's earned it more than anyone else in Hollywood because. Honestly, dude, it feels like he has because he's gone from the pretty boy that you felt like just got it handed yeah. to him to getting made fun of, to making bad movies, to falling off, to getting married, being an incredible husband and father, and like all these cool things yeah. that you see. And it's like him coming back around with Deadpool, which like you know Deadpool two. He we're gonna get into it. He produced, he wrote part of it. Yeah, there's I, like I love it. There's like really interesting stuff with Ryan Reynolds, right? So like if you go back to the beginning of his career, so there's you know two guys, a girl in a pizza parlor or a pizza shop or whatever was like his show from like the like the mid nineties. And then he's in Van Wilder. Wait, that was a TV show? Yeah. Oh, my God, I remember that show. It was early in his career. Yeah. So, Van Wilder was, like, the thing that made him yeah. famous. And it was, like, a thing. And he, yeah. But that's, like, also very young Ryan Reynolds. He's, like, in his 20s there. He's got his comedy dialed. And then there's The Waiting, Just Friends. Like, he does that stuff. And he kind of goes on a run for a second. And right around the, like, 2007-8 period was the first time the world was like, oh, this Ryan Reynolds kid might be, because he's in The Proposal, and that's a right. big deal. That movie made a lot of money. He gets Green Lantern, that's 2011. You know, Wolverine. It's, it's, he gets the, he, I, I think he gets the Icarus effect. I think yeah. he flies too close to the sun, and it's just like we get too much of him in too many roles that aren't that good. And then right after Green Lantern, it just all falls apart. And there's basically, between Green Lantern in 2011 and Deadpool in 2016, there's almost nothing of any significance that like we like needed to pay any attention to. He shows up in movies and he's, yeah. But what's because what's really interesting about it is, I think Ryan Reynolds' greatest downfall as an actor is that he is this super jacked pretty boy who's got really good comic timing that always wanted the world to take him seriously as like a real dramatic actor. He always wanted it. That's why you see him in movies like. You see him in movies like Chaos Theory, The Nines, Buried. He like did all these movies that like no one really watched. I heard the the Nines and Buried were good. The Nines is terrible. Really? Chaos Theory I've heard is terrible. I've never watched. Right. Um and I heard Buried is fine, but like in the way that a movie that no one ever watches, someone's like, "Oh, he's pretty good in Buried." <laughs> right, not, right, right. <laughs> not like in the you need to watch this movie yeah, kind of it's way. Like he does a good job in it. Yeah, and then <clears throat> And then, oh, Safe House. I mean, he's just... Oh, my God. Safe House is bad. He's just like, when you put him in a situation to just be a regular guy actor, 
he's just not very good. He's fine. He's just, that's not his forte. Yeah, because you wonder if he was in more of life, how much you would have really liked him. He because just, he's in life for 20 minutes and he's awesome. Yeah, he's got he's got his gimmick dialed perfectly. And even in that, he does, he's like, that'll be big for Instagram. You know, like, out there in space. And you're kind of like, that's Ryan Reynolds. Right, but then it's like, you push him, you push that side of him, and you push him into a character like Deadpool, and he does what no one else can do. So yeah. you, you're like, he's a great actor in the sense that he has his, his tricks are dialed. It's just that he never quite got past the, like, in the same way that, like, okay, Matt Damon plays kind of Matt Damon and everything. Yeah. And he's pretty good in a lot of it, but he's kind of generic in a lot of it. But somehow he managed to get past the I'm a good looking guy. You'll take me seriously. Yeah, it's interesting because I was watching Ocean's Eleven, which uh, you and I are going to be covering in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and I was watching these parties. Like, he's like, uh, he's like, I got it. I got it. He, like, yeah. he does that thing when they're like telling him like he's yeah, right, messed right, up. Yeah, yeah, right. And I'm like, that's just Matt Damon in every movie when he's pissed off. He's to- like Matt and, Damon. And I think he's a great actor. Totally Don't get fine. me wrong. Yeah. Like yeah, really yeah. good actor. But I totally understand your point. And it's funny, look at Ryan Reynolds, you think about his career and you're just like, if he hadn't wanted to, like it's the same way Stallone wanted to be taken seriously as an artist. So he like did comedies and yeah. he did dramas. But like, if he hadn't wanted that, he, he would have been like, I think probably more respected as an actor through mm-hmm. his whole career. Versus like Schwarzenegger, who never wanted that, but the world was like, "You're just the best at that thing, at this thing, and we want you to do one thing, and you're happy doing it." Right. It's like the same with Ryan Reynolds. It's like all those movies that he's tried to do the dramatic thing, they've never really panned out, and that's I think hurt him more in his career than people realize. And what's so wonderful about this now is that he's able to do both. He's literally able to hit all of his best abilities as an actor, which yeah. he does. He, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds has a great cry face. Yep. He really does. He's got a really great sad face. He's got a great dying face. Yeah. And he's got a really great comic timing. And it's like all those things are implemented in Deadpool and Deadpool 2 yeah. to where you're just like, this guy's just in a place to shine. Right. Well, now he's famous enough, actually, truly A-list, he can get any role that he wants. Anything. And that's that's cool, because like, I think he has the talent to do those roles, it's mm-hmm. just the world never had the patience for him to do them. Yeah, because it was like, you're too pretty and you yeah. think you're too funny. Exactly. You're too cool. Like, I... Uh, and I, I really apologize if this offends anyone, but it's a joke and waiting. He goes, you're the coolest guy that works at blank. He's like, that's like being the smartest guy with Down syndrome. Yeah, right. And it's like, it's it's so funny because like, that's exactly who everyone looked at Ryan Reynolds as, was like, right. the coolest pretty boy who thinks he's funny, but f- fuck off. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Totally. I mean, like, my favorite Ryan Reynolds role still is, is just, is just Chris, Friends. It's Chris Brander, everyone. It's <laughs> just Friends. It's my favorite by far. But I always was like, that's the extent of what he's going to be good at. Right. And then, you know, he did this. And so, yeah, Ryan Reynolds, that's where he's at. Now Now we go over to somebody else who I know basically nothing about. I know zero about Zazie Beats other than that she's uh, fantastic in Atlanta. Yep. I've heard she's very good in okay. that, uh, which is kind of where she got her starting off point. And then if you look at her career over the last 18 months, she's done Sollers. Yeah, Sollers Point. I thought I said Soilers. <laughs> uh, and then Geostorm with our boy, Jerry B. Yep. And uh, Dead Pigs. Yeah, Dead Pigs is an interesting movie. Only for the reason that the director of Dead Pigs, because uh, this was like a festival movie from Festival of Darlings, I think last year, and it's getting a wide release this year. But the director of Dead Pigs is a woman named Kathy Yan, and Kathy Yan was just announced as the new director of like Birds of Prey or not uh, Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's, that's the new DC movie. It's like the all the ladies movie. It's like Black Canary and Oracle. Um, Batgirl, like the whole that deal. That should be sweet. And so Kathy well, Ann is basically an indie director who made made it big with this movie <clears throat> Dead Pigs, which apparently, you know, says he beats his in. So, like, yeah. she's that's a thing. People watch that movie. You know, it's, it's Hollywood. Uh, I never saw Geostorm. Did you see Geostorm? <laughs> I did not. I, I can't believe we both missed it. Um, <clears throat> I know I said it before, but I'm just going to say it again. Zazie Beats might become my new Alicia Vikander on the show. Love her. I just... I did. I did. I really, truly loved her. And I think what I loved so much about her, other than just her just being beautiful and, like, fun, was that um, she felt so necessary in the movie to balance out the juxtaposition between Cable and Deadpool. Right. You needed that middle ground. Even though she was still kind of, like, wafy or whatever word you want to use for it, um, I thought she brought an incredible balance to the movie. And I actually think she's a really good actress. Well, she was definitely funny in this. I mean, how much range, you know, remains to be seen. I haven't seen that. Yeah, things, yeah but, that's fair. That's fair. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> you know, Geostorm, let's watch that. Maybe yeah. I'll, I have to, I'm flying out in the morning to New York. Maybe I'll watch it on the plane. I, I would love if you It is that streaming right now for free on American Airlines. I know that. It's one of the <laughs> movies I've considered watching. I've looked at it. I've oh, if you've looked at it, you have to do it. Well, I've watched some very bad ones. I watched The Commuter this last week. The action movie with Brosnan? Liam, no, Liam Neeson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the one, where, the one where you're like, it's just it's 
It's unwatchably horrible. What movie was, I was watching a movie the other day. It's a comedy where they were talking about, like, I watched Taken 3 the other day, and at some point you got to just wonder if he's a bad father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, That's he funny. keeps getting kidnapped. Did you ever see that um, the Ricky Gervais sketch? It's from a it's from a show that Ricky did, and Liam Neeson comes in as Liam Neeson. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. So he comes in, he sits down. It's Ricky Gervais and, and Warwick Davis, uh, you know. The, the, the leprechaun. Yeah, right. And yeah. He's, so he's with uh, Liam, like he's his friend or something. And Ricky Gervais and another actor who I can't think what his name is. We'd recognize him. He's a comedy guy. And he's like, Liam Neeson comes in, he's like, I'd like to talk to you about doing some improv. <laughs> and, and Gervais's like, uh, you want to do improv right now? And he's like, Yes, let's set up a scenario. And he's like, he tries to walk him through it, but he's horrible at improv. Right. And he takes everything to like the darkest place in the world. So he's like, he's like, it's dude, it's so funny. He's like, um, he's like, okay, I'm a doctor. What seems to be the problem? He's like, I have AIDS. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, oh, uh, you have AIDS. And he's like, he goes like, yes, I got it from an African prostitute. She was she was riddled with it. Uh, he's like, Jesus. And he's like, he's like, famine, AIDS, you're going down a really dark path. He's like, why don't we do something lighter? And he's like, okay, I'm a clerk at a grocery store. And he's like, ring, ring. He's like, we're closed. He's like, I think we have to be open for it to work. He's like, what's the problem? I have AIDS. It's like, dude, it's, it's like, so funny. You've seen The Office, right, with Michael Scott yeah. with the gun? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like that. That's, that's, that's amazing. And just as, as a Liam fan, you'll die laughing. It's amazing. I have AIDS. Yeah. Those are pretty good impersonations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, all right, so let's get back to the show here really quick. Uh, should we do a shout-out for Patreon right now? I feel like we should. Yeah, so we have, uh, we have a Patreon video that's going to be going up here in the next uh, day or so. It's, re- it's top five reluctant duos. Oh, um, but from Janine. Yeah, yeah. It's a really cool list. Yeah, so we filmed this. Uh, this will be going up in the next day or so, and this is, this is going to be like some of our favorite uh, action movie duos, uh, probably inspired by kind of like the Lethal Weapon background. Uh, but uh, it's her top five list, which we're going to you know, count through and talk about, so that's fun. We just recorded that one. Um, and, uh, you know, guys, check out uh, on Facebook, obviously. You mentioned the Action Army. You know, we have a new Shmodan match that just went up. Yep. It's awesome. And also June 2nd, guys. There's like 30 tickets left oh, yeah. to the Schmodown live event at El Portal Theater, which we now, because we've beaten those idiots those in DC fools, we have nothing to lose and everything to gain. If we win at the live event, I don't know if we get a number one contender match or we if get we get a, get a title, title shot. Match. We get a title shot, and I want to take the belts from the Patriots. I want them to win it back in that Iron Man match from those losers above the line, and I want to take it from the Patriots. Yeah, I would love that, too. I, got, I just got a, little, I got a lot of anger going on. I would love that, too. I would love that, too. Uh, all right, so moving on to production development. This is really interesting because uh, one thing that I... Well, let's go to director first. So David Leach. Yep. We know him very well from the John Wick series. Yeah, right. And he is uh, the second... So the original John Wick was technically directed by two people. It was uh, David Leach and... Chad Stahelski. And Chad Stalski. And Stalski went to Atomic Blonde. No, David Leach went to Atomic Blonde. Oh, he did. Stalski went to... Uh, Stahelski he, went to... He went to John Wick 2. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, John Wick 2 was kind of a letdown, as was Atomic Blonde by Leech, in my opinion. It's funny, because people like they both of those movies. love Atomic Blonde. And, well, and we liked both of those movies. We just didn't love either movie. I mean, you and I liked John Wick 2. You and I did not like... Atomic Blonde. Blonde. And I think it's because our expectations were so high. Yeah. Well, so David Leach now did <clears throat> David Leach now did this movie, and I believe, unless I'm wrong about this, David Leach is now signed on to direct um, something big. Hobbs and Shaw, the Fast and the Furious spinoff with Statham and The Rock. That's his next big movie. Oh, is this. it? Okay, that's not what I was thinking of. Yeah. So, and he's, I, I read some stuff the other day. He's talking about making that into yeah, like Hobbs a... And Shaw. He's talking about making that into like a like a true origin story of their relationship and more he, like of a grounded movie. So, he also directed Ashes. Yeah, what's that? The video short with Celine Dion for Deadpool Two. <laughs> oh, you didn't see that? No. The promo online of like I don't think oh, so. Oh, it's amazing. Really? It's, yeah, it's it's hilarious. There's, okay. a, there's a Deadpool Two promo of him and like Celine Dion and the whole thing. So you look at Leach and um, so him and him and uh, Stalski did did <clears throat> excuse me John Wick. And they uh, they kind of went their own ways. Yeah, they were. I mean, they were they were first ads and stuntmen together. Yeah, they and worked together on the Matrix, which is why they fell in love with Keanu and thought he would be perfect for John Wick. Sorry, not first ads. That, my mistake. Second stunt unit, coordinators, stunt, uh, second unit director, and stunt coordinators. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, they've kind of gone off to do their own thing. And uh, yeah, so this is this is a David Leach movie. Um, obviously, you have the most notable writers on here are going to be Ryan Reynolds and then Rob Liefeld because Rob Liefeld is the original creator of Deadpool the comic book. So yes. this is kind of. We haven't gotten to talk about this on the show a whole lot, but this is like one of the more interesting things about it is that this character of Deadpool was created in the early 90s. So 
the deal was that in like 1991 or something like that, six or seven of the biggest creators at Marvel, and I think I've told this story on here maybe once before, I mm-hmm. can't remember, but six or seven of the <clears> biggest <throat> creators at Marvel, they were all doing the biggest titles. So like Todd McFarlane, who went on to Spawn, he was doing uh, Spider-Man, and Amazing Spider-Man was being done by Eric Larson, and Jim Lee was doing Wildcats, and or, or uh, was doing uh, X-Men, and all, all the biggest Marvel titles had these creators. And so all of a sudden, Marvel was like, uh, you know, X, Y, and Z thing. And they said, screw that. We're going to leave and take our original characters and start our own publisher. Mm-hmm. So these guys, Rob Liefeld being one of the original guys, these seven guys went and started their own label. And this is the early 90s, mind you. So it's a year or two after 89 Batman comes out. So comic books were the hottest thing in the world. So Image Comics launches, and it's all about these creators who are both going to write and draw their own characters. It's not like a great writer mixed with a great artist. It's like literally they're going to do their own stuff. Right. And the comics are horrible. They're all awful. The Deadpool comics are bad? Well, Deadpool's Marvel. So he created that for Marvel before he left to go do his own stuff at Image. Oh, okay. No, no, no. I understand what you're saying. Every one of these creators was doing one of the biggest titles. So Deadpool was created by Rob Liefeld. And yes, the comics are horrible, but they're done for Marvel. So because he's not good, there's a there's a joke in the in the story about oh, him I, not being able to draw feet. Yeah, yeah, feet. Yeah, and and like half the audience lost their shit because his feet look like that in comic books. He drew a kite. Yeah, they, for those that can't see, uh, his feet look like <laughs> and and his guns that he drew like there's there gigantic, are enormous, like so many barrels all like which is like glued what, together. I loved and you leaned over and said it, and I was like, thank God he said something because I want. I was just like, what the fuck is with Cable's gun? Yeah, it's so they're big, massive. Massive. And like you should, you guys look at some of the worst Rob Liefeld pieces of art. Like there are like literally Is he women. Just a joke. Uh, he guess who's laughing now? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, he was for a long time. Right, uh, totally a joke. Like the laughing stock in comic books, and now they're all idiots because he owns this character. Right. So it's like even though he's a joke, it's like he created a character that went to this place. Or he doesn't own the character, but he created the character. But yeah, he's very rich and did very well for himself. And so. On the other side of that, in the Hollywood aspect, yeah. you've got uh, Rhett Reese and Paul Warnick, who yep. is a team that teamed up in 2001. Uh, I'm not sure exactly why or how they did, but they, they teamed up then, and they created a production company called the Reese Warnick Productions. And the first film that they collaborated on, the first feature, was Zombieland. Oh, sweet. Which was oh, nice. fantastic. Great People movie. love that movie. Yeah, Zombieland's very popular. There's a sequel coming out. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And, and I think they're all attached to it, which I'm super excited about. Um, after doing Zombieland, they went on to do G.I. Joe Retaliation, which was, sweet. Yep. yeah, they fell off a little bit. And then they went along to do Life and Deadpool. Got it. So uh, these guys have worked together for a while. I think that they are studs. In yeah. the bit. Like, the fact that they did Life and they did Deadpool 1 and 2 lets you know that, like, they can basically do anything in Hollywood. Yeah. Especially write phenomenal comedy, which yeah. is very hard to hard do. Hard to do, for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so those are the guys. And then... Um, yeah, I, I say before we get into box office and critical, let's mm-hmm. get into our top superhero sequels. Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, because there's like, one. so this the, the, the qualifier here for this conversation, guys, is that we wanted to talk about direct sequels. So not like, like Logan's not a direct sequel. Logan's nope. a standalone, yep. in my opinion. Um, direct sequels in franchises. So Deadpool 2 is a good example of that. And neither of us is allowed to use The Dark Knight because that's obviously the greatest superhero sequel of all time. Yes. So we're going to each pick our own three, our own list here. And uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll let you hop in first. Okay. I'm going to go with Blade 2. Just kidding. God damn it. That's mine. (laughs) I'll go first. It's Blade 2 because I love Blade 2. It is the best in the Blade franchise. Directed by... Uh, Blade 2 is... Dr- oh, I know this. You know this. I've had a bit of tequila, <laughs> if you want to give me a bit of Guillermo a Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah. Guillermo, yeah. Uh, I love Blade 2. I yeah. think it's awesome. I think the it's just it's by far the best in the Blade series. I know it's a joke to even talk about it. Yeah. It's like the greatest, but like that's if I had to pick one and I can't put the Dark Knight in, we're only doing three. Yep. It's my number three. All right. Uh, I'm going to go and jump in with my next one. And my next one is going to be X2 X-Men United. Uh, I love this movie. This was like the first time you saw Wolverine like really go berserker. It was widely regarded as the best superhero film for a long for time. For a long time. Yeah. Because yeah. like, it came out in like 2002. Uh, and it's long before any of the other ones. Like all the superhero movies that were getting made at the time were pretty much garbage. Um, and this movie would, like did a really great job of kind of blending some comic book lore and some of the things people loved about the comic book stuff with obviously the awesomeness of X-Men and, and Jackman. And you got to see there's the scene in the, in, the, in the mansion where he stabs the guy through the fridge. Yeah. You know, like there's just, like sweet stuff in this movie. Brian Cox is greatest striker. Yeah. Brian Cox is greatest striker and Halle Berry. Like everyone's great in this. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's awesome. I, I, I'm a big fan of X2. X2's great. Uh, I think for my next one, I have to go... 
Winter Soldier. Okay. Yeah, I have the. I mean, I. It's my number one, so. I was. It took me a while to warm up to it. Yeah. And I think, honestly, this year and us covering it on the show again this year, and I saw it on TV a bunch like, yeah. in, in the, in the wintertime. And I kept seeing the Samuel L. Jackson escape. Sweet. I was like, escape. God, this is so sweet. Every time I would see just that scene, I was like, I need to watch this whole movie. Yeah. And every time I watch the whole movie, I'm just like, God, this is Bucky stabbing things and like dragging the knife. Yeah, like, yeah it, right. It, the movie's phenomenal. And yeah. us covering the show was great. Check out the episode if you haven't seen it already, but that is my number two. That's going to be my number one, but I'll go with my number two, and it's Deadpool 2. I'm oh, four, and that's, uh, that's my number one. Yeah. You like it better than you like Winter Soldier. I do. Wow. I Impressive. love this movie, man. I. I laughed so much. Yeah, me too. Like, I walked out of the theater feeling, like, better about my life. And I had a rough morning that day. <laughs> I think honorable <laughs> mentions Spider-Man 2. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. Alfred Molina, Doc Ock. Definitely in there. Super sweet. Um, um, I really liked Guardians 2 a lot. I think it was great. You know, I feel like Guardians 2 gets a better rap. I, know. I really I really love Guardians 2. It made me laugh the a whole lot. time. I, yeah. thought, I thought Guardians 2 was terrific. Like, I, I think that that's a surprising, surprising that people don't like that movie. And then I think my last honorable mention... Can I say Batman Returns? I was just going to say my Were last you, much I was love on, Batman Returns. I think Batman Returns is creepy and weird, and it's, nobody really ever talks about it. it but I, I truly believe it's the creepiest Batman movie. Yeah, just because DeVito's so good as he's Penguin. He's so weird that he bites off that guy's nose after yeah. eating the fish and stuff. Yeah. Like, he's creepy, and him dying. Yeah, Walking. I, I, I love, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. Movie's sweet. Uh, so, yeah, let us know what your guys' favorite direct sequels are if we're missing any really really good ones um all right continuing to move through if you want to get into uh box office and critical yeah i feel like there's no way we're missing something big in there right there can't be i mean i think those are pretty clear i mean dark knight is obviously the the, the one yeah uh yeah this is really interesting so obviously this movie is very well it's the number one r-rated movie ever uh right it's release uh Uh, number it opened it opened lower than deadpool one Oh, it did? Just barely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, released by Fox. Cost $110 million to make. It was released last week on May 18th, 2018. If you check out up here, we've got some B-roll rolling. Stephen pulled up of uh, the first time they meet Fly Fist. And uh, of the fights and his <laughs> training. And the amount of money that went into that. Yeah, right? I'm just saying. The tra- yeah, I know. Just this scene alone must have cost so much. His trainee outfit is hilarious. So funny. It's one of my favorite things. Uh, yeah, so it was May 18th. It, cost, or it made $125 million domestic, uh, an additional 176 uh, foreign for a grand total of $301 million total in the last week. And it's opening weekend. It made $125 million. Now, what I think is so fascinating about this is when you get over into the critical and the critical so absurd is right <laughs> so it's got an 8.3 on IMDb which puts it at the 183rd greatest movie ever made yeah uh, it's got an 84 by all critics a 67 by top and an 85 by audience on rotten tomatoes how are you feeling I mean, you know that I think that the recency bias in this list is a joke. Yes. I think that these scores are fine. Top critics giving it a 67 silly, cause, but I know why they did, because I know, I know a lot of the critics that... <laughs> we literally know a lot of the critics that this 67% came from. That is interesting. Now that you and I have done this long enough, we know... we know. <laughs> yeah. A ton of the people that actually publish that write reviews... write those and are, their scores are aggregated. Yeah, yeah and, and it's interesting, like, the people... Uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 funny. Like the the derivative nature of this being a sequel why turned a lot a, of people off. Why? Because you know, you're more of a movie critic than I am at this point, I believe, and and you're also more in with the people that are in that world than I am, a hundred percent. Why did they write sixty seven instead of seventy four or something like that? Well, I mean, as you, as you know, it's just it's just a pro or it's a positive or right, a negative. Right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I mean, why some people gave it the negative is that there's a general opinion that this movie is derivative. It's just like basically too meta it's like too targeted towards like knowing the superhero genre knowing the deadpool character having seen the first movie so much of the humor is not like relatable it's just like a big smorgasbord of like you know like basically the kind of in the same way that like if you go back and watch scary movie now it's not nearly as funny as it was when it came out because like the genre and the movies it's referencing aren't relevant anymore so like it's a spoof movie kind of and like deadpool 2 is almost like spoofing itself in a lot of ways yeah um I don't agree with that, but I know that people thought that it was it was like because they do make fun of all superhero movies throughout. Yeah, and Deadpool makes fun of Deadpool a lot. Yeah, so yeah. and Ryan Reynolds makes fun of Ryan Reynolds a lot. Uh, Steve, is there any other B roll that you you wanted to pull up that we that we didn't pay attention to? I just want to make sure that we didn't skip over it. Uh, no, but I can find some. No, no, no. I just want to make sure we didn't we didn't miss anything that you pulled up. Man. Yeah, that was all great, man. Line. I appreciate you pulling that. Uh, of um, let's get into our next bit of the show, and that's going to be favorite line. So your favorite <sighs> line in the film. You actually said my favorite line. Oh, did I? Yeah. Which was? The Peter line. 
The, oh, the Mel- no, <laughs> the Spanos fella. It's cable, a, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like this cable fella. I'll bet he hasn't killed as many people as Mel. No, I guarantee you that. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite is well, there's a couple. So there's the beginnings, like. Tony Robbins is like, courage is not something that you find, it's something that you manifest. And, and, and Darpinder's like, <laughs> like, he like laughs. He's like, gosh, I, I know, I know. I should have known. Like, that killed me. But then my favorite part is when he's like, what's your superpower? And he's like, courage. <laughs> I fucking died. Like, died. Every time he says courage. And then I love that he, he like, straight murder. Okay, first of all, Darpinder's now killed two people. Yeah. And he should not have killed anyone. No. But he murders the headmaster and he gets out of courage, bitches, or whatever. <laughs> like, that guy's my favorite. Yeah, he's by really, a mile. He's really, really, really good. There's, there's so many great lines in it. Like, there's a lot of Colossus lines that are funny. There's, I like love, I love when he's dying and he's like, say it, say, say fuck for me. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love any time that like uh, Deadpool says X-Force because it's always in a really dire situation. He's like, X-Force. You know, like <laughs> there's just so many great lines. And also every single time that uh, Wade and what's her name? Yeah, the electricity. Yeah. And you're like, hi, Wade. Hi. Yeah. It's like every single time the two of them talk to each other is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead's like so annoyed. I thought her name was Megasonic Teenage Warhead oh, until really? 10 minutes ago. And what? how did you... Before, I was just looking at the IMDb. Just right now. T- 10 minutes ago. You could have not told us that and gotten away with it. Oh, I know. Had you wanted to. I just like to embarrass myself yeah. now. I appreciate the honesty. I just, I felt like I should let you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just feel like Megasonic <laughs> makes much more sense. I appreciate that you feel the other way, but you're wrong. <laughs> but you're still wrong and you're still an idiot. <laughs> How does it feel to be so stupid? <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> Moving on to our AMA question here. Uh, we already covered Richard Eric Jarvis. Richard, thank you so much. We're going to move on to another longtime listener of the show, Brett Jones. Okay. And Brett Jones asked a very interesting question. Um, first of all, if you didn't stay to watch the post credit scenes in Deadpool 2, you might not know that everyone in X-Force is still alive. Vanessa is still alive. Cable and, oh, I guess you already know that they're friends. But, yeah, stay for the post-credits because you, you missed a lot of stuff. <laughs> it invalidates the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, so Brett Jones's question is, is the DP storyline, the Deadpool storyline, better if Vanessa stays dead? Because we all know she dies in the beginning of this film. He goes back, turns back time, and she's alive. I'm going to hop in first and say no. Yeah. Because I think that the only thing that makes Deadpool a hero is Vanessa. Right. You know, like, the the only reason that he's even good in this movie is because he... he it's not even because... Because he just, he's just like, fuck it, I'll just kill myself and go join her. Yeah, right. But it's once he tries to kill himself and he realizes that he can't. He's right. like, I have to be a better person. I have to be good in the world. So I just think that without Vanessa, Deadpool's just kind of a piece of shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. Like, I don't think it works. Yeah. I would agree with you. I think it's probably better that she is alive. Like, losing her, their relationship is really great. Did you feel a little bit like... I mean, again, because you feel like it's more of a comedy than an action movie. Yeah. I feel like it's more of an action. Did you feel cheated at all? No. I, it's like, for me, Deadpool, it's like a gimmick. It's funny. It's going right. to be fun. If they make an X-Force movie, it'll probably be really good. I think you could do it maybe one more time, maybe, as an X-Force movie. Yeah. And it could be funny. It's just not like, it's the kind of thing that's going to make me laugh every time I watch it. But it's also the kind of thing that I just have less investment in it being awesome. Like, I don't care that much. And it would have been a total DC Universe move to kill her and keep her dead and, like, make him all dark. Oh, I yeah. I feel like. You know what I mean? Totally. It and feels she's, much more Marvel for him to be like. Their relationship's, like, one of the most charming things about the first movie. I don't... I, I was, like, trying to figure out how to put it into words. Yeah. But we've done this a couple times. Because even... even um, uh, Llewellyn's wife yeah. in No Country, right? And and there's something about this because it's not really a real, and I don't think it's really fair of, as a depiction of women in film a lot, where yeah. they just are like this undyingly supported perfect woman. Like he even yeah. says in the first one, he's like, "I feel like I fucking made you in a machine." Yeah, right. You know, because she says, "Honey, it's, it's Empire." Yeah. You know, and you're like, "That's not a real person." Yeah, but there's something about her that you're just like, "You are the perfect woman." Yeah, right. Like, every man wants to marry you. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I'm completely in love with her as well. Yeah, she's wonderful. Marina Baccarin, right? Yeah. And I actually think she's a very good actress, too. I, I would like to see her in more things. Yeah, she's she's in TV stuff, mostly. I think it's, um, what the hell is the show that she's known for? Is it Grimm that she's in or something? Or the Originals? 
She's in. Know. She's in like a like a yeah, network show. She's been in for a long time. Grimm's been on for a long time. Yeah, it might it might be the originals, but she it's... was also in Firefly. Okay, oh, Firefly. Yeah, yeah. Which people love Firefly. Yeah. Uh, all right. So moving on here, guys, we are going to get into our three categories, and I think this is super interesting. Yeah, there are three action movie categories. Totally ridiculous. Totally legitimate. Ridiculously legitimate. Totally legit. That's going to be like your Terminator Twos and your. Ridge. We didn't do Hexar Ridge on the show. No, but your Lone Survivors, your <laughs> yeah. Gladiators. You know, really dramatic films that are held together by like a binding dramatic principle. Something really, really strong. They don't really ever fall apart in being like ridiculous or absurd. Totally ridiculous are movies like Face Off and Demolition yeah. Man and uh, you know Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> I watched Demolition Man again the other yeah. day. Sweet, it's real fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know, ridiculous legitimate is the middle category. It's kind of a really strong movie held together by like mostly pretty compelling principles, either a great character, a great plot, but it does kind of make you laugh unintentionally all throughout. Sort of your your classic good bad movies, yeah, Predator and Point Break, The Rock, Speed. Speed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think I have to go. Actually, do you, do you know what you want? I think this movie's totally ridiculous. Really? Well, I just don't. Okay. Not I know, like, but the thing is, every movie we just named, I love all of them except except for Independence Day Resurgence. Yeah, it was real bad. We should have a fourth category that's just shitty, <laughs> <laughs> just or Independence Day Resurgence. Uh, okay, so here's my thing: is so you say it's it's totally ridiculous, yeah, or you want to say that, and I almost want to say it's totally legitimate, but the reason is because it's supposed to make you laugh the whole time. Well, and I also feel like if this movie. F- fell apart in any way whatsoever it wouldn't work right like it's a comedy that is compelling and he has an arc definitely in this movie i think more so than he had in the first one i definitely. believe it more yeah i like feel his character more in this movie i also care a lot less because i don't feel like that's the journey i'm on this time mm. i just don't care like that's fair it's funny that we actually have almost not talked about cable really at all we like you, mentioned him a little bit but it's so interesting because i i guarantee you if we would have talked about like what do you think our deadpool 2 show is going to be like a few months ago i had been like oh i'm just gonna talk about cable the whole time yeah because he i mean and and you know hats off to brolin for getting like you know 50 year old jacked he like is he insanely did, jacked he did not need to do this movie yeah <laughs> i don't think he did it's yeah I, I don't think it actually hurts him in any way no it's just like i mean I, I guess it's the sort of thing where if he hadn't done thanos then maybe you'd feel differently yeah 100 percent. but because that's such a success and it's like it, it's so overshadowing, and it was like three weeks before. It's weird that they decided to release them two weeks apart. That's such a bizarre move. Like almost as weird as the as the movie uh, Book Club coming out a week after Mother's Day. That's probably stranger. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I was legitimately offended by that. I like didn't get it. I like looked at it. And I was like, there has to be a mistake. Oh, you know, I've got an anime question for you. Yeah, it's from our good friend Andrew Guy over in uh, Culver City, California, yep. and he's asking, do you think? That Josh Brolin's affection towards the cast and crew of the film affected his performance in the movies. Could you tell? In the movies? In the movies between Infinity War and Deadpool 2. Did you... Because, again, watching Infinity War, you're like, the dude's dialed in, zoned in, top of his game, he's amazing. Did you get ever watching Cable, you're like, he just doesn't seem like he cares as much. Or did you think he was dialed in? I thought he was dialed in. Yeah, same. Yeah, Yeah, I I thought he was good. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I think that's going to wrap up our three categories. Wait, did we actually say what categories we think? I, I put it in re- totally ridiculous. And I put it in totally legitimate. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I love fair it. Fair enough. I dig it. Um, just one last thing left to do on the show here this week, guys. It's called The Pitch. And uh, it's going to be, I think, I think, it's definitely a Star Wars story. Yeah, yeah. It might be Rogue One. And it might be Empire. But it's definitely not Solo. Yeah, because you saw it last night and you... It, it didn't suck... It was just fine. It was just void of magic. I haven't walked out of a movie. I could not imagine walking out of a Star Wars movie and feeling that, like, just like, okay, about a movie. Yeah, because it can't. It'd be like walking out of a Lord of the Rings movie feeling that way. It's like how I felt walking out of John Wick 2. was like, oh, that was... No, no, I I was more compelled by John Wick 2. I had legitimate fist bump moments. It was more like how I felt walking out of, like... I don't even like, like there's movies that I watch where I'm like that was fine it like, was a fine thing that happened in my life it's kind of more how I felt walking out of Ready Player One I guess it was like yeah that makes sense it was like oh cool spectacle exciting this is great like there was moments I was like oh this is so cool but like I don't care and I'm not interested in seeing it again I mean I was definitely much more skeptical than you were yeah uh, and I'm, I'm bummed to hear that um, but you know we won't be covering on the show and I think that you and I have both 
due to our experience on the show, know that we should not cover movies no. that we do not feel but Rogue strongly One, about. I'm a big fan of, and I know we both love Empire, so yeah. we'll, probably, we'll do one of those. We'll figure it out. Um, Check out the Facebook fan yep. page, that's Action Movie Anatomy, or you can follow AMA on Twitter, at AMA, at AMA Podcast. That's where you guys can get updated information on what movie we're going to be covering. We'll decide, you know, probably by like Thursday or Friday this week. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's going to wrap us up for the day. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. We appreciate you guys being patient with our scheduling. I hope you enjoyed the episode. See Deadpool 2. It's fucking great. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Ben Bateman Media. You can find me in those same places with a different name at Andrew Guy. All right, see you guys. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners and principals. 